all righty welcome back welcome back you know late larry's the the harry styles says late night talking this is like late night podcasting because it's 10 30 at night you know because bryce always has something come up because he's so popular and stuff and no okay not my best intro ever i understand that um it doesn't really matter i'm just gonna click right clickbait rice again and then people will listen so it doesn't really matter what i say here does um, that actually work it gets people like mad at you they're like this is what i hate about people having access that. to things because like they think you say these really ridiculous things um but yeah What's we go with this week? Like Bryce Martino says Tom Brady is about to well, fall off. This is cliff. why. Well, I don't want to say it now because it's still on people. I don't want to disagree with that, though, Theo. So um, I do just want to say. Let's clip it. I do just want to say first, uh, we're thinking about Tom and Giselle. I'm sure this is a tough time for her. He does seem like really overbearing. And what a stupid decision he made. Like we were all ready to let him go. I don't know why he was ready to let her go over a stupid game. Um, so good job, Tom. Big moron. Um, Tom is going to cash in, though. He, she's worth like $150, more, $150 million more than he is. Yeah, but that's not like how divorce works with rich people. Have you guys seen the witch theory, though? Witch theory? Uh, no. So there's this theory that uh, Giselle has like these secret uh, like witch powers. And, like, you can go back to it. And, like, there's times of Tom Brady in, like, 2018, 19, like, talking about these, like, weird rituals that him and Giselle used to do before games. And oh, so the anal. theory is no, – the theory is basically that Giselle's a witch, and that's how – like, the, the, Tom Brady had a lot of footballs bounce his way. And I'm just saying <laughs> it could have been witchcraft. He no longer is on the same team as the witch. Like, if he's horrible this year, I think we have a, I think we have a theory. What's with you and bringing up like outside sources on the show? Like, remember the Mick Cronin theory you had? I honestly do not. Uh, you said something about him being like a witch or something like during two March Madnesses ago. Oh, okay. All right. And then, yeah. And then this. Witches are still real. Witchcraft. Tom, Tom, <laughs> you'll see. You'll see. When the Bucks go two and 15 this year, like, you'll see. Well, no, why? All right. Um, it's the time of the show where we eliminate a team from the playoffs. I've picked the criteria for the first three teams that we've eliminated. Do either of you two have an idea what we should do? Um, this week's team, there has to be an A in, the, in their name. Okay. I like Does that. that. Work? Yeah. Uh, I've picked... Yeston's twice. Wayne picked it week two. Bryce, what's the team Yeston's eliminating? Team Yeston is eliminating. Ah, uh, man. Do the uh, Dallas Cowboys count? He already picked them. Oh, did he? All right. He's picked the Cowboys, the Colts, and the Vikings. Well, there goes all my teams. What about the 49ers? He has not picked them. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with them then. All right. So for those of you keeping score at home, the only one of us left that thinks the 49ers make the playoffs are Theo. 
Yeah, they're the best team in the NFC West. Okay. Nope. I'll have to go with the Rams on that one. The Rams just got their ass kicked by the Niners. <laughs> yeah. It's week four. Just like Price. they have seven of the last eight times they've played. They yeah, but the one them. time that they didn't is when it counted the most. That's a true statement. If only we all picked, that would have been a great great segue into our next thing, but it's not. So, Bryce, you got to pick your team now. I'll have to go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Both Bryce and I have picked the LA Chargers. Who have I gotten up out of here, Stephen? I got the Patriots up out of there, the Raiders, and then what? I got the Panthers out last week. Yeah. All right. I'm going to eliminate the Washington Commanders this week. Um, You know, it's tough to make the playoffs when you play in the hardest division in the NFL. The NFC East is a complete juggernaut. Um, And that increases twofold when your quarterback is Carson Wentz uh, and your coach also isn't a very good coach, which is something I'll be getting into more later. Um, My team, I know this is going to be an unpopular decision, Jacksonville Jaguars. Somebody on one of those shows said that they're going to win the AFC South. Actually, two people said it. And I was like, that's what? not that crazy. No, you know who it was? It was Phil and Boomer on CBS. They both said that they would win the AFC South. Like, come on. They might. They won't. Like, it's not going to be a Colts and it's not going to be a Texans. So it's either the Titans or the Jaguars. And so far this year, Jaguars have been hotter. All right, so this Jaguars upcoming schedule is easy, too. Very easy. Home Texans at Colts, home Giants, home Broncos, home Raiders. I can see them losing four out of those five. I, th- I can see them winning four out of those five. Yeah. Depends on what uh, Broncos and Raiders team you get that week. Yeah. Loser has to buy a Blake Bortles jersey. If they go four and one, you get a Bortles jersey. One and four, I get a Bortles jersey. I mean, I'd be happy to rock the boat. Uh, happy retirement, Double B. Yeah, happy retirement. Well deserved. Um, all right, so we all know I have this hypothetical list of coaches that I think are morons, but NFL media just loves propping up. I always bring it up. I've never actually written it down. I still haven't actually written it down. So I had the boys come up with their top five. I have mine. Top five NFL coaches that we think are idiots, bozos, clowns, dummies, whatever word you want to use to describe it. It can be how they coach, the way they act, any of the above. But the NFL media still loves to put them over and still thinks that, you know, they're super great. Uh, who wants to go first? Theo, you want to? Yeah, I'll take it, I guess. All right. So initially, uh, I had Arthur Smith in this, but I kind of think that everyone now thinks he's a bozo clown. And most of those people are Kyle Pitts fantasy owners, obviously. So, but anyway, people are against him, so I took him off. Um, my number one is Frank Reich. My number two is Kevin Stefanski. My number three is Ron Rivera. My number four is Dan Campbell. And my number five is Matt LaFleur. And I'd be happy to explain on on any of them. Uh, Dan Campbell, definitely. 
Uh, Not the guy that's won like the most games in the <laughs> NFC the last two years. You go with Dan Campbell first. That's what, I, like everyone. Like I want to like Dan Campbell, but like what has he done as a coach to like make you think he's not a bozo? Like they no, I mean, just, I mean his offense. They don't has, win any games. His offense has averaged thirty-five points per game. Yeah, but they're not winning games. Like the coach's job is to win games. He's not the offensive coordinator. He's managing that whole football team. He hired that whole coaching staff. Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator, that was Dan Campbell's hire. Like they, they won two games last year. His record stinks. Like he has a good personality, so like everyone wants to like him. But like, wh- how is he making the Lions a better football team? I, I just don't see it. I can't believe that Bryce was like, yeah, tell me about Dan Campbell over Matt LaFleur first. Like, what? Yeah, what's with Matt LaFleur being on, on there? Um, he's the offensive play caller for an offense that, like, keeps falling on their faces in the biggest games of the season. Uh, I mean, you have him kicking a field goal down by eight to Tom Brady in an NFC championship game. Um, you have him... I mean, the coach kind of oversees special teams, so he oversaw a special teams unit that, like, single-handedly killed the best team in football last year, and his team scored 10 points and lost a home playoff game to Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, you can win all the regular season games you want, but, I mean, good God, man. At some point, you got to do something in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe, like, a little more time on – Scheme and repetition and less on the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Frank Reich, like... Yeah, that, that one I get now. Yeah, like, you, you keep getting quarterbacks, new quarterbacks into town, and they keep looking worse than they looked the year before. Yeah. So I, I don't think you're that good of a coach. Um, Ron Rivera... Totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. The whole riverboat thing has run its course. Yeah, I feel – I don't want to be an asshole here, but I feel like if he didn't have, like, the feel-good, like, story with his health problems, like, he might not still be a coach. Like, he hasn't had a winning season since 2017. Like, that's enough to get a lot of coaches ran out of the NFL. Yep. I totally agree with you on Mm -hmm. him. And Kevin Stefanski, I think, is just like the definition of a clown. Yeah. Now, is is it Stefanski's problem, or is it him having Jacoby Brissett at quarterback? Um, this this d- dates more back to last year. Like, I honestly, Brissett looks fine this year, but yeah, the offense last that. year was terrible. And Stefanski, I mean, Stefanski's offense in Minnesota. Uh, led to Stefan Diggs not wanting to be there. His offense in Cleveland led to Odell Beckham not wanting to be there. So uh, I'm not a big Stefanski guy. Bryce Martino, your top five. Top five. I have Cliff Kingsbury, number one. Nate Hackett, number two. Josh McDaniels, number three. Zach Taylor, number four. And Brandon Staley, number five. Zach Taylor is a good one, but the other four, I feel like everyone kind of thinks are bozos. Like I personally, like Cliff is an idiot, but I feel like everyone thinks that now. I think some, there's definitely some people that are, you know, giving Kingsbury a longer leash because of what he did in the regular season last year. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, so it was Cliff, then who? Nate Hackett, number two. Okay. Josh <laughs> McDaniels, number three. Uh, Zach Taylor, number four. And Brandon Staley, number five. Yeah. Taylor's a really good one. I actually, I actually wish I would have put him on mine. He's got too many good players on that team to be this bad this year. Like, mm-hmm. they just made the Super Bowl and got a much better offensive line. They shouldn't be this bad. Like, last year, he stunk as a coach, too. Like, I, like I remember, like, the beginning of the season, like, everyone was dogging Zach Taylor. and His, like, late-game decision-making was terrible. And then they ended up having a good season, but I don't, like, I don't think that excuses him being pretty terrible. When Bryce said Zach Taylor, I thought of Bryce because I remember last season him saying after, like, six weeks or whatever, like, Zach Taylor's got to go. And I understand, like, getting to the Super Bowl is a feat done by very few. Um, but, yeah, that, like, basically, they could have gone 0-16 or 0-17 this year, and I think they would have kept them just on, like, the principle that he got them to the Super Bowl last year, even though he's really under, like, performed expectations his entire tenure. Yeah, I think my official Zach Taylor take on that podcast was that the Bengals – can make the playoffs with Zach Taylor, but if they want to win the Super Bowl, I think they have to hire a new coach. And I'm shocked that you said Brandon Staley, Bryce. Why is that? I just thought you were like one of the sheep that was still like in love with them. No, I mean, it goes back to my Zach Taylor point. They have a lot of talent on that offense and defense. They got Cleo Mack and JC Jackson. They shouldn't be, what are they, third in the division this year? Or are they second? I don't know I who they're like tied for second. Yeah. Yeah, they should be doing better. They should be competing for first with all that talent that they acquired this year. Wow. Look at me and you, Bryce. We've done these long enough that like we're starting to agree on things. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> if I would have made that joke, it would have like gone so much more poorly. <laughs> It's so annoying that that happened. Agreed. <laughs> um, yeah, my list surprisingly is very similar to Bryce's. Uh, in no particular order, uh, Staley, Zach Taylor. I'll put Nathaniel Hackett on there because he's like the flavor of the month in like stupid coach town. He doesn't have a single supporter though. That's why I don't understand how you guys put him on there. Like I have not seen a single like pro Nate Hackett comment. Yeah, but I mean, I don't care. I don't. It it costs nothing to be a hater. Uh, yeah, um, I, we can. Yeah, we can trash me. I'm here for it. I'm gonna put Kyle Shanahan on there. Uh huh. That's fair. Just like, and I hate this notion now that the 49ers, because they beat the Rams, are the best team in the NFC. Like, they are not at all. What happened? Literally overnight. They still played. A bad Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, I do, I do not get it. That defense kept him in the game the entire – all four quarters. No, that might be the I best mean, defense in the NFL, though. Like, they're I mean, Nick Bosa had like 14 pressures. Yeah, they're unreal. Unreal. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner played, like, a perfect game at the linebacker position. They were reading every play. The secondary's gotten a lot better – like, that's the best defense in the NFL. That's why I, like, I would not write them off. I don't know if I've ever seen one player with 14 pressures in a game in my whole life. Like, that was phenomenal by Nick Bosa. Mm-hmm. They, um, 
who's their upcoming? They play the Panthers in a couple weeks. The Niners. That's going to be a two, terrible game for Panthers. That's Bosa might have eighteen pressures in that game. <laughs> Who knows? Fred Warner might get five sacks. Yeah, the oh, Panthers are so bad. Um, and you know what? Uh, it kind of seems like uh, low hanging fruit. But I'll put Matt Rule as number five. Like, it's not really fair for me to only put five. I think a lot of the coaches in the NFL are really dumb. Um, but, you know, we just love recycling these stupid white guys. Uh, so, yeah. Speaking That's- of recycled white guys, like, none of us put Dennis Allen on there. And I mine was because I didn't think anyone was being mean to him but, or nice to him. But that guy's a doofus. That guy just, like, the minute he got hired, everybody was like, no, we want Sean back. So I don't. Like you said, Nathaniel Hackett has no like supporters, but like nobody even wanted Dennis Allen. He was just kind of like, okay, this is like our new stepdad. We're not going to really listen to you, but like we have to live with you now. Kind of deal. That's what I got from it. I I think that went pretty well. Mm-hmm. We we pretty much all agreed on a lot of them. Bryce brought up the wrong guy first, which, I mean, hey, that's fine. Um, But, yeah, that went, like, very well. My list will forever evolve because every week it seems like I add somebody onto it. But I really just wanted to have, like, a documented top five out there. We should do this after every month of the season. Oh, and we were talking about clickbait clickbait Bryce. Tomorrow, the thing is going to be Bryce thinks Cliff Kingsbury is a top five coach in the NFL. <laughs> and then you just have to listen and like understand why he thinks that. It's so easy. Yeah, I can understand that. I, I don't mean, hate it at all. <laughs> There's no shortage of bad head coaches if we want to do this. I mean, no, none of us put Mike McCarthy on our list. Like, oh, yeah, I that was the so clap. But like, he's redeeming himself in a weird way. Like, yeah, he's still like a fat idiot, but he's won three straight games with Cooper Rush. Yeah. So that's why he didn't make mine. Yeah. After Theo brought up all these good teams with bad head coaches, I just took McCarthy off there. Yeah. He, he's like fine, but he's just like, he's just such he a. He hasn't doofus. learned anything from his Packers days. Yeah. He's still making those same stupid mistakes. He stopped learning after year three of Aaron Rodgers. Let's not kid ourselves. He still thinks he it's stopped 2012. learning after the, Yeah. He stopped learning after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But the it's like Rex Ryan. It's like Rex Ryan still calling the same uh, defensive scheme from the 1990s. <laughs> Damn, it worked back then. Um, a lot of people know this is like a. I've run a a, a poor ship here. It's like when uh, Mr. Krabs was the head chef of like the SS Diarrhea. <laughs> That's kind of what I'd equate this to. Like we don't do like. None of us are trying to, you know, make it big here. We're not trying to, you know, be the next wave of sports media. This is just purely a thing that we do out of fun. Um, Yeah, poorly. I will admit at that. I do it. Um, So, like, there's a lot of things that we could do better, but we don't. And there's a lot of things other shows do that we don't. Like, I realized we've never actually picked, like, every game of the week in any week of this is now 
like the 23rd regular season week we've done this podcast. We've never done that. We're not going to start now. <laughs> I probably average like one and a half picks per podcast. But like I, I realized that a few weeks ago that we've never like looked at the slate of games. We've talked about most of them, but we've never like actually picked who we think would win. And I just think that's very on brand for like the things that I do. Like, I don't know who's playing this week until I look at it on my phone. That's how, like, like I By mid podcast, you're looking at it and figuring yeah, it out. I told you guys to come up with your top five list. I've had no intention of making one beforehand. I just off the dome did it. But I made just, it like two what hours I do. before the podcast. So. Yeah. Theo had his ready like a half hour after I told him. That's just the level of dedication he brings to it. Yeah. I don't have enough activities during the day. But like, yeah, I just and it Neither shows, I, like, but it still slips in my mind. I could probably do like a lot more research and sound so much more informed and stuff. But like that, it's not what people want. They don't want another analytics numbers, blah blah blah. They want you know. There's so many the, more coaches I want to call dumb. We still got a lot of time to go, and that's the other thing. Like, should have made it top ten. That's a third of the league, though. That's like, that's not fair. There's a lot of no, I know coaches. there is, but yeah, it's like so many things I could do better, but I have no intention of changing because, like I said, our motives for this are very well known. This is just a good out, very low, yeah. Um, speaking of not looking at the games, here we go open it up Safari. Oh, oh great, tomorrow, Thursday night football again. fantastic. No, Jonathan it, it, Taylor. It, it, Hooray. It, it takes a lot for me to not watch, not want to watch football. And like, I might just like try to find something else to do tomorrow night. Like, that game stinks. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch us and fellow next So a Thursday night football regular season game isn't going to stop me. Yeah. Dude, but the thing, the thing about like this Matt Ryan is like, it's, it hurts to watch him play. Like you thought last year's Matt Ryan was bad. Just watch this year. Yeah, when he gets sacked, like, I, I actually feel bad for him. Like, there's, like, no joy associated with it. Like, I just – I really just feel bad. He for has Ryan. somehow less weapons now. Colts thought they were doing something trading for him, and they just set their franchise back another two years. Yeah, they, they only have one, like, real NFL wide receiver, and, like, somehow their offensive line isn't that good. Like, I don't know. Quentin it's Nelson. hard to have a bad offensive line when you don't play Quentin Nelson. Yeah, he, he's regressed a little bit. Like, he's not the best guard in football anymore, but he's still very good. And Braden Smith's very good. So, I don't I don't really know what is happening in between those two guys. Is it Matt Ryan guys. just holding the ball too long? I mean, that is possible that, like, nobody's getting open, but they also haven't been able to run the ball this year at all. That's – True also, yeah. Well, definitely. Like what I don't get is you trade for Matt Ryan. That wasn't supposed to be the destination that you end at. That was supposed to be a layover. You were supposed to do something else after Matt Ryan. I mean, was it, it they traded for Philip Rivers or signed Philip Rivers, traded for Carson Wentz, and now you trade for Matt Ryan? Like at this point, you're just say, you just have older Carson Wentz and you gave up like yeah. more for him. Yeah, I thought who's to say you're not gonna trade for another left, bad veteran next year. Cooper Rush, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Cooper Rush or Gardner Minshew have the horseshoe like waiting for them. And why Gardner Minshew isn't starting now, I don't get. No, that's a fair point. He, 
he he's better than multiple guys that we're going to watch this week. That's that I don't get. Like Sirianni has to be paying him under the table. There's no other way. Like he's not going to obviously play. There's no way he's willingly staying in Philadelphia unless there's like some under the table deal going on. When Daniel Jones inevitably leaves the Giants, does he go to uh, Indy? No, that's not their Dude. type. They, they want someone that like was a pro bowler before that's like washed up now. An older like, vet? Uh, yeah, let's see who that would be. Brian Hoyer. Nope, Bryce, we said pro bowler, not actual. Lacking the success. Hmm. It, a little interdivision Ryan Tannehill trade next year? <laughs> was Mariota a pro bowler at one point? I can't remember. He, uh, he had he to have been a reserve. Um, we get a little uh, reboot in Vegas and a Derek Carr is thrown. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor is a former pro bowler. Two-time I mean, pro bowler. He got snubbed from the pro bowl, but he's thrown a touchdown pass this year. Braxton Berrios could be going to Indiana. Fact that he didn't make the Pro Bowl last year was such a load of garbage. He was an All Pro, (laughs) and he didn't make the Pro. Like what? What are we doing? What are you? Why are you getting mad about Pro Bowls? Who cares? Because it matters when you're a Jets fan. That's all you have. Yeah, but All Pro is way more important. Yeah, but he should have been in the Pro Bowl then, by that logic, and he wasn't in the top 100 either. Did you watch the Pro Bowl? I haven't watched the Pro Bowl since the one that was it 2020 when like, you Kobe watched, died and they just didn't you, acknowledge it. Would you have watched it if Braxton Berrios was there? Absolutely, because he would have played. All right, then shame on the NFL. You guys, you guys fucked that one up. Yeah. And now that <laughs> I like, watched this every is, single Pro Bowl. Now this now that it's like a meaningless Pro Bowl, he'll make it. But like I don't want to see Braxton Berrios with like flags, you know. All right, my like, fit. My official Colts quarterback prediction for the 2023 season. It's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Tom Brady, Colts quarterback. <laughs> this this show is so bad. I just can't. It's going downhill every episode. I, I really can't believe it. Like, it, it's, it's nobody's fault but mine. You know, you, like... <laughs> You take it as seriously as the guy that like runs the Instagram, like uploads the things and asks the people. So like, I get why, but it's just like, what am I doing? You know, ever since the the Brit left. Yeah. Great Brexit. Too soon. I don't even know what that's about. (laughs) That's like the the stock market in Britain, right? Something like that. They they left, they left the EU. So now they don't use the Euro. They use their own money. That's crazy. Yeah, I knew you would know. Bryce would have no idea about that stuff. No, I don't know. Talk in Europe. Bryce literally only knows like football and Josh Allen facts. <laughs> Pretty much. It's sad to say, but yeah. Like, we only have like nine minutes, and we know how last week's Martino minute went. And that was just <laughs> the fact that you tried to like spit it into a sob story for the Buffalo Bills. What it's was it? Like, I can't remember. You were like, oh, my God, Theo. Everybody oh, on our team is hurt, and I just don't know where we go. And last week's loss really isn't indicative of how this team is. And I was just like, oh, my God, this guy, every week. I, I, that's twice in the first four weeks I made a mistake. 
week one, I gave you like four minutes, and we all know how that went. And last week, Saquon I gave Barkley, you like I gave you like a minute ten, and you just like break out the violin on me. We didn't even get into any week five games this week. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, who cares? You know, if you're <laughs> still listening at this point, like you don't actually care about the games. You're just waiting to see what one of us says next. And like the games are okay this week. I'm going to be glued to the TV from 9:30 to 11:30, so you know. Yeah, I'm still going to have every or three TVs on. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, I got all of them ready to go. So, like, who's even playing? I know the Cardinals play the Eagles, and the Cardinals are going to win this week because Jalen Hurts was on the main cast. Texans face the Jaguars at one o'clock. I don't think anyone really cares about that game. The Jaguars are just, like just actually not bad though, so they're just going to crush them. I don't know. that card. I think the Cardinals could actually win that game, even though they. Suck. I don't know. I still go with Philly. Many cast first, Bryce. Me otherwise. That's true. Why do you think no NFL player active had been on it this season? That's true. Yeah, I might have to lean towards Arizona now. Me and Theo know what happened last year. Yeah, I was, I was upsetting. These, besides uh, Thursday night football, these primetime games aren't that bad. Bengals Chiefs Ravens Raiders is Sunday absolutely night. nothing for me. Chiefs Raiders, it's better than what we've gotten like the the last four weeks. Ugh. What's the Sunday night game? Bengals or Ravens. Ravens. All right. I mean, that's not like terrible. Winners should be in first place in the division, so it's kind of a big game. Yeah, both are two and two. I don't know. Lions, Lions, Patriots seems like I mean, those teams aren't that good, but I actually think that'll be like a really good game. Like, is Axel is Axel back or is it Zappy? I think I'd, it's Zappy. I'd rather watch Zappy. The yeah. Zappy Tech. They were putting him in bad spots though, because they just they they would not let him throw on a first or second downs. But that so then whenever he was throwing, everyone on the field knew he was going to throw. He honestly didn't look that bad for coming in mid-game. Yeah, definitely. Like, third string, yeah, he, he looked okay. Fourth-round rookie didn't look terrible. Then he got Giants-Packers. Yeah, but that's in London, so that's just, like, a whole different vibe. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come down to a field goal for no reason, because that seems to be, like, all the London games these days. Oh, no. Even though the Last Giants year's Jaguars-Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They're selling cheese heads at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and I think the Giants are technically the home team, right? Yeah, they are. Oh. Which, like, that's just for London to get that. That's just an absolutely wild matchup because the fact that the Giants would give up a home game, and you know the Packers aren't giving up a home game, so the fact that like they got that is just impressive. You guys like when the Bills played in London? No, no, I don't no. know the last time they did it, but that was no. years ago. Like I was ten years old when we, they we played. Lost, last. We lost a horrible game to the Jaguars. Like we got was down it that big. game? Was that the last one? Yeah, we got down big. Oh, like God. came came all the way back, and then EJ Manuel threw like a horrible interception. Wait, and so I was, you... I was like, wait, EJ Manuel, dude, he might not be a franchise quarterback. 
And then I didn't talk to anyone for three days. I hated that manual pick from the start. Wait, I so believed, did, have I you believed. guys played in Canada in Canada more recently than England? No, I don't think so. No. The, the Toronto series stopped when I was like that would once was in, like it was in, I and when I was in like fifth grade, I'm trying to do it was the before they it was before the bills were sold. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they played there like more recently than we remember. Let me look when it stopped. No. I have 4 minutes to figure this out. We played a home game in Ford Field more recently than we played. I remember that. That was against the Jets. Yeah. I remember that one. That game was like they had to put it on Sunday ticket. Yeah. And we dominated you guys. So, Like that's just the detail we didn't need to include. (laughs) The original series began in the 2008 season and ran through 2012 for the Bills Toronto series. All right, so when was the last time that they played in? Yeah, Bills, Jaguars, London. That was 2015. So we did play in London more recently. Yeah. Is there, like, a schedule for that? Like Bills were, were down 27-3. to three, Took a 31-27 to 27 lead and then lost the football game. I can't believe it. I still can't believe it. Like, what's the rotation for London games? How does that work? I don't remember. I don't know. Usually, Jaguars get those those games, though. Yeah, is that still happening? Are they still trying to make everyone in London a Jaguars fan? Or I think so. Uh, yeah, the, the Jags Broncos are playing in uh, in London. This we year? have a Germany game this year, too. In Mexico. And Mexico, yeah. When's are the Jags Broncos next week? No, it's Halloween weekend. What a stupid idea that is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good on the NFL for not having me wake up three straight Monday or three straight Sundays at like 925 to watch these games. But like Halloween weekend, what a ridiculous idea. Who's going to wake up for that? Especially Jack's Broncos. Oh, great. So that's another game of the Broncos we're forced to watch. Yeah. Don't act like you <laughs> won't wake up at 1130 for that. But no, I will, but like for Wembley, it's different. Oh, that one's at Wembley. The, the Wembley tickets are like $108 and the games in, at Tottenham Stadium are going for like 550 That's because like Tottenham's like newer and nicer, I guess. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. better. I think Tottenham's the one they're talking about would be where the NFL team goes because they have like the technology to like have the different turfs go in and out. Like, it's know, a matter of time before the Super Bowl's there, honestly. No, that, that are we really going to get a team in uh, in London? Like, I can't see anybody traveling down there twice a year. You know, the division rivals traveling there twice a year. Yeah, it's tough. All right, Bryce, I'm giving then, you a, a heads no, up ahead. before you go. The minute will start in like two seconds. You'll have the full minute. So you don't complain about it this time. But if it's a sob story, if it's anything about the Bills, I'm just <laughs> muting you and branding the episode. So go for it. All right. Well, it's not going to be a Bills, and it's probably not going to be a sob story, depending on how uh, you take this. But I can't believe how the Colts are trying to run that franchise. I mean, year after year, you're trading for these washed-up, bad quarterbacks, thinking this one's going to change the direction of your team. And neither one of them has. Carson Wentz ended your playoffs uh, run last year. 
Matt Ryan isn't doing anything this year and Philip Rivers, you know, you lost to the Bills in wildcard round with uh, with Rivers. Like, they just keep doing it thinking one of these guys is going to change it and none of them do. It's unfortunate. They're wasting Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman's primaries. They have a lot of good players and I feel like that's why they keep doing this. It's like they might be better off if like all their players just sucked and like rebuilt, but they have so They'd many be good better players. Off going with a Curtis Pinsard type quarterback 